what would be the consequence of someone living in a bubble? We hear that all the time, right? This person is in their own bubble, this person only exists in their own sort of area, but it sort of has a negative connotation to it. It's not good that someone is in, you know, quote unquote, their own bubble. What's the problem with that? Why is it, what are the consequences if someone is in their own bubble? So first things first, if you're in your own bubble, that means you can only hear yourself. You can't really hear anyone else that wants to communicate to you. Okay, that's one negative thing about it. Another thing is, you could become really vulnerable to failure. Because it's really easy to pop a bubble. Anything could sort of penetrate it and cause there to be some sort of uh, disturbance and awakening in that person's life. Another thing is, if someone is sort of trapped in their own bubble and thinking they're living in their own world, that also means that they can't accept what other people want to tell them. For example, let's say someone wants to tell you, communicate the truth to this person. It's hard if, your own, if, in your, if you are in your own bubble. You can't hear someone. And sometimes we could go through that in our lives, right? where someone will advise us, you know, make sure you're open to the truth when someone tells you the truth. And a valid question is, okay, how do I know that this person that is apparently telling me the truth about myself is right? It's a valid question. Not everyone could be right about their opinions about others. So to be safe, I think it's safe to say that we can always be open to Christ showing us the truth. Because he can't be wrong when he tells us things about ourselves. And I think what's that, that's what's happening in this gospel today. Jesus, I think a big theme in this gospel is justice. Jesus showing what justice is. And what justice is, is rendering to each their due. Giving a person their due. And what that means is, if I know that someone that I love, someone that I'm close to, is doing something wrong or is sort of going down the wrong path, it would be unjust for me to stay quiet. Justice means that we tell someone the truth because we love them, because we care about them. And Jesus, as I go through exactly what he was telling the Pharisees in this gospel today, he's doing all of this because he loves them, not because he hates the Pharisees because he knows they have some sort of capability to be better. And I think Jesus knows that we have a capability to be better as well. And even if we're living in our own bubble, thinking that we can only listen to our own voices, Jesus is here to penetrate that bubble and to penetrate our hearts through this gospel today. So Jesus, he starts telling the crowds to do what the Pharisees preach, but not what they do. Do what they say, but not what they do. Why is he saying this? He says, because the Pharisees, they preach, but do not practice. Jesus is showing us, and he's sort of penetrating through this bubble, saying that hypocrisy could be a very lethal thing. Being a hypocrite 
is obviously not good, but it could be very damaging. Because what happens to someone that's a hypocrite? They'll go around giving their advice, you know, to anyone and wherever they are, sort of very loosely giving advice, make sure you do this, you know, the sort of, we say Mr. Know-it-all, right? Someone that always thinks they know what they're talking about. But what's funny about that is the other side of it, where this person that's going around giving this quote-unquote good advice and things to do is not really doing it themselves. For example, if parents tell their children, make sure you're always loving and you're always kind and teaching their children to be loving and kind, at some point that kid will grow up and they'll notice their parents, their parents are not loving to each other at all. And they're not kind to the relatives that just left their house. And that kid will ask the parents, you supposedly taught us to be loving and kind. How can I understand what that is if I can't see it with my eyes? And then Jesus goes on again to sort of burst this bubble that some of us might be living in. He says, the Pharisees, they bind heavy burdens, put it on other people's shoulders, but they themselves, they won't lift a finger. They won't do anything. When we treat other people like our employees, or when we, treat, when we think we could treat everyone like our employees, where people could just be some sort of means, that's what Jesus is talking about. And something more profound that I think is happening here is Jesus doesn't want us to go around expecting everyone to change everything in the world, but us just, you know, sort of sit back and see what happens with that. We see that uh, more closely with the church. Right? I mean, I see this personally, you know. When people tell me, you know, make sure uh, abortion is completely uh, eliminated in U.S. law, like I'm, sort of, I'm some sort of lawmaker or, um, you know, some other thing. The first step is us actually doing something about it and not waiting for someone else to do it because someone else won't do our jobs for us. And we shouldn't wait for someone else to do our jobs for us. And that's this burden that Jesus is talking about. The Pharisees expect someone else to do everything, but they themselves just want to sit back and see if it will happen. And if it doesn't, then it's our fault. Then the Pharisees, they have their deeds to be seen by men. They only do things to sort of show off. They don't really care about the actual thing they're doing. And I think this is one of the most serious things that Jesus is talking about in this gospel today. And I think this is a thing that sort of pierces right through a bubble that someone might be living in, thinking they're living in their own world and someone can't tell them exactly what they need to do to change.
Because someone that does something only to be seen by men doesn't really understand the value of important principles in life, like honoring the truth, like giving important things their value, our friendship with God, and things of that nature. Because if we're only doing things to show off, then it's a really shallow place to be. And not only that, that sort of gives room and weight for stereotypes that continue to uh, sort of linger around certain communities. We could even see this in our community, where one stereotype is, oh, church is just a fashion show. And church is only a car dealership outside. That's why I don't come to church, because it looks like that. Brothers and sisters, we don't need to be this way. And Christ doesn't expect us to be this way. He expects us to be holy. And this holiness can only be received and it could only grow in our hearts if we're willing to relieve ourselves from this bubble that we're living in. From only listening to our own voice and sort of rejecting any other criticism that people tell us who want to help us, but especially the criticism and justice that Jesus shows us in our lives. When Jesus reveals something sort of uncomfortable in our hearts, that's a good thing. Because it's uncomfortable, it means Jesus wants us to change. And he expects us to change. So brothers and sisters, let us allow the grace of God today to penetrate through our hearts and allow his grace to sort of allow virtue to grow in our hearts so that we can progress in our lives and we too can be open to the justice that God shows us at every moment of our lives. Amen.